Hello and welcome, Joshua. Hello and welcome, Podcatchers, to Experience Share. It's a Pokemon podcast starring me, the mighty, legendary Artan Kuno. Artan Kuno. And I am joined, as always, by my inferior, wimpy co-host, Spindosh. There's lots of legendaries there. Spindosh. Spinda. I tried to find the the coolest Pokemon on this leg and the dumbest Pokemon on this leg. I guess that's probably right. Yeah, and what I ended up with was Articuno and Spinda. Spinda's the worst. Just no good. <laughs> like it's cool that they have different designs, I guess, but like, do we need this Pokemon? Give that to a cool Pokemon, like a bird, one of the birds. That would make sense. Different plumage. Yeah. Give it to a fucking Mill Tank. I'd Yuck. respect that more, even. Mm. Pikachu's have that now, right? Pikachu's have different tail patterns. The color is not the difference between a male and a female. The difference is that the female has like an upper half of a heart. Okay, it's cute. Is what the tail ends in, and then the male ends with just the line, like a triangle, straight, yeah, straight edge. We are at season four B. We are playing through Pokemon Heart Gold and Soul Silver. We are on the final gyms of the kanto region which is the end game so all that remains after this episode is the elite four and some waterfall chasing yeah we will get to that next week we still have two gyms to tackle josh and we find ourselves in pewter city that's right you got it we have just defeated brock to get the boulder badge indeed we did there's a few different paths ahead of us now joshua yeah the flow is confusing once again where now you can deal with mount moon but on the other side it's cerulean so it's redundant and you have to fly back there's almost no need to deal with mount moon it's actually counterintuitive because once you go through mount Moon, you're not where you need to be which is cinnabar island yeah I did what the walkthrough told me to do because I don't know how to navigate Kanto in the Heart Gold Soul Silver endgame. So I went and looked on the Bulbapedia walkthrough, and what they said was to go east yeah. to Route 3, Joshua. Whew. We know it well for not a good reason. Wait, which one's Route 3? Route <laughs> now three I've confused myself. Is the one Route 3 is south of Pewter City or east no, of No, it's it? east. Okay. It's what you, you take... Because three is such... Here's what threw me off. Three is such a low number. Yeah, but we're doing this backwards. I know. Like, normally, this is, like, the thir- literally the third route that you take in Pokemon Red and Blue. Right. But for us, it's the, like, 100th. It's to the east of Pewter City. It's that route that has, like, a lot of cliffs and a lot of grassy patches and a lot of, like, muddy patches and a whole bunch of trainers. Yeah. It's one of those confusing routes where it's, like, there's no rhyme or reason to the trainers. It's just like it's a mess now. there's some duos, there's some fire breathers, there's some hikers, there's some black belts. It's like, what is going on here? I feel like in Gen 1, it made a little bit more sense. And it was like youngsters and bug catchers and like lasses. And it's like, sure, I could see them hanging out. But why would a black belt and a fire breather and a hiker and a youngster? Hiker's fine. Why would they be hanging out? Hiker's fine. No, hiker makes hiker's sense. Hiker's fine. I have no problem with hiker in these hills. But hiker I think the, hanging out with the other ones doesn't make sense. The application of fire breather is just so limited. Yeah. You need like a circus scenario, you know? Yeah. Or like an extreme sports sort of thing. When I went to Comic-Con now probably close to 10 years ago was that the one that in san diego oh no you got to go to san diego okay yeah Yeah. i've only made it to new york's i remember walking around and you know i was there as like the head of a geeky vertical at a website like i was like a nerd yeah you know what website at a geeky vertical (laughs) (laughs) well it's not there anymore so don't go looking (laughs) i went and was walking around and for some reason rob zombie was playing but not like, not at a venue, just in public. I was like walking by like Padres Field okay. between parties or whatever. And Rob Zombie was playing and there was a guy in a hot air balloon basket with okay. no hot air balloon attached to it, just shooting fire into the air to the beat of Rob Zombie. And I was like, that's an innovative use of a hot air balloon basket. Yeah, hell yeah. I didn't know you could do that with a hot air balloon basket. And of course you can. And like, what a good, you like that guy markets that, you know, like that's some out of the box marketing thinking. Like he was like, I'm going to go out. I'm going to make myself known as like, invite me to your party. I'll shoot fire in the air. Right. You know, and I'll do it to the beat of music if you want. It's like, that's cool. Fire breather Otis could learn a lot from that. Guy. Maybe if there's some kind of like new 
I don't even know what you call Rob Zombie's genre of music. New metal? I think so. But it's like NU. If there's some kind of like new metal, like extreme sports area of Pokemon, that's where Fire Breather Otis can be at home. That makes sense. He doesn't belong just in the mountains. But what? Like, what, uh, uh, ever heard of Smokey the Bear? You're going to start a forest fire Jesus, out that's there. A, in, fact, in fact, it's the last place you should be. Yeah. Fire Breather Otis. Especially they're having a dry season like we are. Fish are dying. Jesus, so irresponsible. God. Fish are dying. Protect our ocean. Protect our lanterns. Yeah, I don't think they're dying in the ocean. I saw something on the internet where someone had to like fill their at-home aquariums with bags full of ice to just keep their fish from boiling to death. Oh my god. In the heat wave in the northwest. That's dark. Yeah. Can I talk about something else that's dark? Yeah, is it climate change? Because it's real, people. It's real. And it's time to start taking it seriously. Lobby your representatives to make sure that the Democrats pass a reconciliation bill that does incorporate elements of the Green New Deal that J- Joe Biden promised. Yeah. And that these bipartisan people are trying to bypass with that trillion dollar deal brokered by Manchin. And, you know. All right. Save it for your side job, Snowflake. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to say? Uh, did you notice that the short skies have radicalized over the past three years? Have they? And they have a, they have a leader. And <laughs> Do they? It's youngster Regis. And when you talk to him after you defeat him, he says, don't call me youngster. Call me shorts boy. <laughs> so he... That sounds like a fascist state. He's like, I... I think so. I have risen above the rest. I lead this crew. It's the Proud Boys, but it's Shorts Boys It's now. the, yes. All of our shit-talking them for loving their shorts, and now look at them. It's those ones who wear the Hawaiian shirts, <laughs> whose, like, explicit purpose is to, like, start a race war. Or God, the, are the, the dragon shorts. <laughs> are the shorts kids? Shorts boys. Shorts boys trying to, like, right. start a race war? I want to know what they're going to do. Or something? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, anyway, this episode has gotten very political very quickly. Ooh, we're only like 10 minutes in. Um, we're going to radicalize all of you. You're going to come around to our way of thinking, the shorts boy way of thinking. No, no, we're anti, we're, we're anti shorts boy. We're antibo. Look at this. <laughs> I'm wearing shorts right now also. Look at those gams. Yeah. I think you and I are maybe essentially dressed the exact same. What color are your shorts? No, no, you're wearing outdoor voices. But we're also both in short sleeve light denim shirts yeah so once you spend enough time with someone you just start to kind of dress alike yeah yeah i think you and i probably always look and dress alike i think that's true so respect and having uh good fashion good taste yeah do a lot of shopping at j crew yeah outdoor voices this is j crew uniqlo (laughs) yeah yeah anyway uh, anyway that's route three that's route three that's a lot it. of disgusting Pokemon on Route 3, too, but I, I shan't be talking about any of them. I'll, I'll mention some of them. Parasect, Electabuzz, Magmar, Camerupt. They had some uggos. It's sort of an ugly route. I'm pretty sure like a number of the Pokemon on this route have made it onto the list. Maybe potentially a majority of them. Oh, I'm looking at it, and I see basically just Primate, Polyrath, Clefairy. I think Steelix is not Barf officially. No, but he's right on the That's line. That's it. Oh, a Doug Trio. Right on the line. Firo. Yeah. I think Doug Trio is cool. But you got Golbat, you got Arbok, Parasect. Some Uggos. Camerupt. I know you hate Camerupt. I, I like Camerupt. If you think of Camerupt's volcano back as Zitz, it's a lot grosser. Okay, yeah, yeah, I love that. The end game at the end of Route 3 is Mount Moon. Yes. Which is severely lacking from its former glory. Yeah. Apparently, the cave has been collapsing. So it's two rooms now. It's one floor. Do you think the Clefairy are going to go extinct? Because um, this is kind of where they all live, right? Not from what I saw. Did you see their little dance? Oh, yeah, I did. I just happened to be playing that evening. Oh, Mondays. It's Monday nights. On Monday. And I was PM, like, I oh, this is a cool, this is a fun little thing they added. And I went and looked it up and I was like, oh, no, I just like, I got lucky because it's only like, it's Mondays after 8 p.m. Yeah, and before 4 a.m. on Tuesdays. Yeah. So you you got that one little window to watch the Clefairies come and dance around their little pool, their little moon pool. They got like a little jaunty tune. (laughs) 
It was very relaxing. Yeah, I tried to catch one. They ran. <laughs> they scattered. Jumping in front of them. Get in my Pokeballs! And they all ran. But they left behind a Moonstone that I have no use for. Yeah, same. Then you've got one last toe-to-toe battle with old bad Josh. Yeah. He wants to come and, and throw his weight around one last time. Had to hang out in a cave to do it. I know. Ambush us. So sad. He knew, he knew how much we love Clefairy. Sad life. You know? Yeah. As is the case with all the trainers in this area, I was wildly overlooked. <laughs> yeah. His, he's got a level 46 Sneasel, which is actually something to sneeze at. Yeah. Uh, Golbat 47, Magneton 46, Alakazam 48, Gengar 48, Typhlosion 50. Joke. M- Meganium 50. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are there any differences again? No, same. Okay. Same across the board except Meganium. Pretty sure. I mean, I definitely didn't note anything, so I presume I... I mean, I definitely have a counter for all of them, so I think it was pretty yeah, much it was, one it hit was KO a joke. It was for a joke. everyone. We're just way overleveled now. It's it's not even fun. It's not even interesting. Yeah. Except for Joshua. Oh. A place we'll get to in a little bit, but I want to talk about oh. the route that comes between... <laughs> Where things get challenging and Mount Moon, which is Route 4 yeah. on the other side of Mount Moon, which takes you over to Cerulean. Yeah, Route 4. But we've already been to Cerulean. We've already done it all. So there's essentially no reason that we're here. I saw something on Route 4 that made the trip worth it. Oh, really? Yeah. Tell me. Birdkeeper Hank had Joshie's Sweetie. Mm. Was it a bird? It's what I've always called Pidgeot, but apparently is Pidget. But that sounds gross. What? Pidget. I just Absolutely looked this up. Absolutely not. Pidgeot. Pidgeot. Yeah, Pidget. Who says Pidget? I was just looking at this. Is it uh, Pidgeotto? Smogon forums. Because sometimes the name that they say is official is ugly. Or wrong. And we're just not going to do that. It's what Nick Fury says in The Avengers. Someone says, Director Fury, the council has made a decision. And Nick Fury says, I recognize the council has made a decision. But given that it's a stupid-ass decision, I've elected to ignore it. And that is what we are doing with that pronunciation, because yeah. Pidgeot is Joshi's sweetie. Pidgeot. Pidget. Pidget. It sounds like idiot. That sounds awful. That's a bad name for a majestic bird. it's a bad bird. name for a beautiful, beautiful Pokemon that's this never looked long, better. Long, lovely plumes. And I don't know that we've specifically honored it as a sweetie before, but this is just a beautiful mod. It's a good line. Look at that plumage. It's a good line. I think one time you and I wrote and an article. And it flaps majestically now. At the major media company where we ranked all the original 151 Pokemon. And Pidgeot landed pretty high on that list. Just because he's beautiful. Oh, yeah. Beautiful bird. Yeah. Takes care of himself. You could tell. Preens. I think a lot of birds do. Feathers preened. Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's their thing. What else are they going to do? Nothing. We got birds. Not in the house, but we have a bird feeder, so birds come around a lot. And I'll tell you this, they do preen a lot. Okay. Beautiful bird you found on Route 4, Joshua. Back back to, well, for me, back to Cerulean to get Audubon, my Spiro, out of the box and fly me over to Viridian City. So you could say that we're on the road. To Viridian City. Who's that? I'm on my way. I'm on the road. I'm on the road to Viridian City. Do you know this song? Was this a Duo Lipa song? On the road to no, it's one of the original bangers from the Pokemon the first movie. Or actually, I think just the first season of the anime. Oh, I don't know it. They got someone to write a song about going to Meridian City. It's because it's the last place you go to fight the last gym leader before you can go to the Elite Four. So Viridian City, it's like a thing. Yeah. Okay. And we're on the road to Viridian City, baby. I went there. I flew there to fight the gym leader and, of course, get there. And there's an old man sitting outside of the gym. Yeah. And he's like, well, there's no trainer here, boy. The trainer's been gone for some time. He went south to... The Cinnabar Island, where he's doing some training. Yeah. So you're like, well, fuck. 
But there's lots of other cool shit to see in Viridian City. Is there? Well, there's the trainer house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which is a, a house here in Viridian that I stumbled into, like, without all of my awareness on me. Right. I wasn't expecting anything, so... Luckily, my team was fully healed. Because Trainer House is new. It was just like some no-name house yeah. originally. So you've never encountered Trainer House before. No, and I went inside, okay. and of course, they were like, welcome to Trainer House. Like, Trainer House is a place where you can do training. And I was like, okay, mm-hmm. that sounds cool. And they're like, once you're ready to train, go downstairs. I was like, okay, I'll go downstairs. Went downstairs. Some lady at a desk was like, are you ready to train? And I was like, yeah, I'll train. It sounds fine. What is this? And she's like, oh, you'll see. <laughs> And then you go out to the Just, middle. Do you want to save the game? Maybe you should <laughs> yeah. save the game. <laughs> they are like, do you want to save the game? I should have taken that as a red flag. Yeah. But I didn't. They're like, do oh, you want to save? I was like, yeah, I'll save. I don't care. Hey, thanks for the reminder. You know? Yeah. And then you got to a battlefield in the basement of the trainer house. And there's an ace trainer there named Kai. Mm-hmm. And you, you know, respectfully bow to them. And you're like, what are we doing here? And Kai is like, oh, you'll see. <laughs> And then you get into a battle with Kai, and all of your Pokemon are decreased to level 50. Uh-huh. Kai has three level 50 Pokemon, all of the Johto starters, Meganium, Typhlosion, and uh, Feraligator. Uh-huh. You cannot use items. Nope. And you just have to fight him and beat him. Although, Kai, I, don't, I can't quite tell what sprite Kai is using, so I will say them. Yeah, I think Kai is non-binary. So if you're not paying attention and you're not careful, what has happened is you are thrown into a itemless battle where you are on a pitched battlefield with Kai, uh-huh. Ace Trainer Kai, where all of your Pokemon are level 50. Kai only has three Pokemon. You have six, and that's one advantage, except one of my Pokemon was an HM friend. Oh, you didn't even swap. Out. I at least swapped my full team in. No, I just... Oh, my God. I just wandered in with, I think, my fly friend still in my party. <laughs> And then you just have to battle them. Yeah. And it's like, ugh, I can't use items? <laughs> and I'm the same level as all three of their Pokemon. You've and it was so long overleveled that you just, you don't even know how to cope with Joshua, this. it was tense. I was like, I'm going to lose my entire team here. I'm going to get a wipe. Kai is going to wipe me. Yeah. And I had to use all of my cunning, everything that you've taught me. Thank you. About matchups and types <laughs> and when to switch out and all that kind of shit to really just game this battle. And Joshua, I think I left that battle with every single one of my Pokemon in the deep red. It was close. Like, I almost lost my entire team. Almost lost my entire team. Kai is one of the best trainers I've ever seen. It was just brutal. I was similar, and I have, you know, 20 years of experience on you. I think most of them were at least 50%, if not below. Yeah. And I had my full team. Yeah. Like, I was starting to think, like, wait, how are we going to, how am I going to spin this? Uh, <laughs> I was just going to forfeit. This is a real battle. This doesn't I count. I literally at some point thought, like, well, I guess I'll just sit out the rest of the season. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Because there's no way I'm training a new team up from nothing. Yeah. But, like, just through sheer force of will and cunning, I managed to somehow get through the battle. Kai is and a min-maxer for sure. Get through the battle without losing a single soul on my team but god it was close josh you have no idea how many times i instinctively just went to go hit item to heal myself and it was like there's no item use in like trainer battles yeah we had to play like jugglers to get out of it yeah the juggler Ooh, trainer god, it where was you're close. just like swapping them like when you were like okay i got off one big hit and then like they probably get off a big hit and then you have to like swap in somebody else who could do a decent one and their meganium knows toxic and i think their meganium put like toxic on like three of my pokemon so the second i was done i was like i have to heal now <laughs> using whatever i have on me which i think was like a bunch of full restorers yeah so my pokemon don't die on the way to the poke center you know, because they're all poisoned. Oh right, yeah. Gosh, it was it was a it was a scrape, but and then you you get one measly battle point. <laughs> oh yeah, BP. It's like, what do I do with this? It's the same as um, I think Battle Frontier. Although obviously we'll be checking it out next week. I think Battle Frontier is exactly the same as it was in Sinnoh, where it's like level fifties and level one hundreds, and it's the same games. I think it's Battle Arcade, Battle Castle, oh, oh, etc. Yeah, 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 um, yeah. But this is like another way that you can make points to redeem for TMs and other items over there. 
But it's just one, and your whole team can get killed. So God, Kai almost took me down. <laughs> I was gonna like the same same as you. I was gonna be like, maybe I'll just convince Josh that this was a dream sequence. <laughs> yeah, it's it's like, you know? well, my Pokemon wasn't actually my Pokemon because the level was afflicted. Right. So exactly. Oh, I started thinking about it. Yeah, but we didn't have to come. But to that. somehow I managed to just get through. <laughs> left that place. I don't know. Like I don't know if I'm. I going obviously back. didn't go back downstairs. Do you, can you just kind of keep doing Kai over and over again, or is it like a different dude each time? That's all that we can do. But if we had Pokewalkers, mm. this is where people with Pokewalkers show up, and so you can battle them under the same conditions. What do you mean, people with Pokewalkers show up? Like if we were out, or we had Pokewalkers. If we were together and we both had a Pokewalker, our Pokewalker, like Pokemon, would show oh, up so in this would... arena. So you could fight Kai plus the person with the Pokewalker. You would be down there. Same conditions, though. Like level 50. Oh, all level 50? Yeah. Oh, God, it was brutal. It was so tough. But then, Joshua, you were done with Viridian City because there's nothing else to do here. That's it. The gym is closed and the only other building here is nothing. So you make your way south to Route 1 the original first route of the Kanto region, right. except now instead of being full of bug catchers with level two Weedles. Oh, it doesn't even have any originally. No, no, no. You can't battle people yet. It does have them now. In red and blue, there's no trainers because you wouldn't have any Pokemon to fight. Well, you get killed. But there right. isn't gold and silver, I suppose. But there isn't gold and silver. And now there's a bunch of like ace trainers and, and schoolboys who all have like Pokemon in their 40s. Uh, no issue for me. No obviously roasted all of them with magmortar and then you make your way to pallet town the first town you ever encounter in a pokemon game joshua yes so much to see and do here professor oak's lab mr yeah. squirt's house bad josh's house joshua's house yeah bad josh's house yep it has a, said that a really nice historical plaque in front of it yeah that people do pilgrimages to tribute so lots of sights and sounds three buildings which gosh how did you choose which building to go into first <laughs> flipped a coin yeah pretty much all the same tell me which one you went to first <sighs> i guess it was red's house after this break yeah joshua hello bug catchers hello. welcome back to pallet town we were visiting bad josh mr squirt and Professor Oak. Mm -hmm. I went into Bad Josh's house. Nothing's going on there. No one gives a shit. That guy's nobody. I think he's training deep in the mountains. <laughs> Not even the mountains, the volcanoes. Yeah. He's like off like... Well, they're both training in the mountains one way or another, but one is deep in the mountains and the other one is kind of standing on the cliffs of them and, and gazing wistfully into the sea. Are you saying he's masturbating to the That's sea? That's a euphemism as well. Yes. Okay. <laughs> well, it's like the lighthouse. You seen that film? No. Spoiler alert we for the lighthouse. About, you keep spoiling the lighthouse when I've said I haven't seen it. Well, he masturbates to the sea. So, <laughs> really? Sort of. Yeah. You get to see anything good? Um, <laughs> I don't remember honestly. Maybe you do see Robert Pattinson's penis. Wow. What's his name? Robert Pattinson. I'll bump that up to the top of the list. <laughs> Robert he's Pattinson, like a, yeah. He's like a crusty old sailor in the in the movie. I don't think he's meant to be very attractive. Yikes. <laughs> Unless that's your thing. <laughs> so yeah, you go to the to Blue's house or whatever, and he's away. So Yeah. Not yeah. much going on here. Although if you do come at the right time of day, his sister will increase your Pokemon's happiness via haircuts. Oh, that's nice. I yeah. I miss that. You have to be there from three PM to four PM and as adult men. We are usually were. I'm usually in meetings during that time. I was. Oh, I was in an awful meeting at 4 p.m. Actually, <laughs> actually, I was too. Today. It was one of those ones where, like, I didn't really think that I should be at it in the first place. I have, I have a lot of those meetings where it's like, I don't know if I should be here. I mean, that's 80 percent of my meetings, to be honest. Yeah, yeah. That's one useful thing that Blue's house is good for slash bad Josh. But the other real notable landmark in this area is. Mr. Squirt's old house, where his mom is still sitting, waiting for her son to come back from war. I guess touring the high seas. I forgot. It's Captain Mr. Squirt. Yes. Yes. Or Captain is he Mr. done? Squirt. Has he retired in these three years? Maybe. I don't think he ever really retired. 
from being a, a boat captain, you know? You're always a captain. I think you just stop sailing at some point. It's like being a general. Yeah. You're always a general. You're, You're always, always a, captain. a captain. Yeah. So, yeah, I went and talked to Mr. Squirt's mom, and she said he's off doing his thing. He's a Pokemon champion, obviously. He's running a very lucrative cruise line. The cruise line is so popular that COVID had very little impact on it, like... I know that COVID is really ravaging the cruise industry, but... He's not running some kind of a diamond princess. Oh, no, no, no. Very responsible. Very safe. He's doing well. I went upstairs to his room because his mom didn't stop me. And that seems weird. It seems weird that you're allowed to just go into this person's house. And to begin with... Oh, I slept in his bed. Did you? Just to, like, get a little bit of... Soak it in. Just the weeds off the juice. Yeah. The last notable landmark (laughs) here in in, uh, Palatown is... Professor Oak's lab, not much to do here yet. He kind of offers to judge your Pokedex, but this being a Nuzlocke run, I knew he was not going to be impressed, so I did not invite him to do so. I don't need that humiliation. No. Not into S&M. Uh, I'm not a, I'm not a um, pay pig. But that's fine if you are. It's fine if you are. We don't I don't care if you are. On experience here. I think there's probably better ways to spend your money. <laughs> you know, donate it to charity or something, uh-huh. but... Frankly, if the only way I could get off was paying someone to humiliate me, I would do it. Certainly. That's a very deep, primal human urge. That's getting off. One of, if not the main thing. And if you found your way to do it, and your way to do it is pay someone to humiliate you, I'm not going to yuck your yums, you know? Nope. Do your thing. I don't care. It's your money. I do think there's better hey, ways you can spend it. Just supporting the local economy, you know, Were one it way me? or another. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know what? And, you know, fuck me. There's not a better way to spend it. You're supporting someone. You're supporting someone's livelihood. Exactly. You know? So that's a great way to spend it. You're keeping someone fed. So fuck me. Well, and fuck charity. <laughs> okay. Well, I don't know about that last part. You know what I am? I'm a pay pig for charity. Oh, wow. Am I allowed to say that? I think so. I mean, you've <laughs> donated uh, tens of dollars to charity in this season. <laughs> So then you make your way south from Palatown via the little canal, the little water route here to, gosh, what even, what, route, route 21. 21. Yeah. yeah. Uh, which is a big windy water route full of little aisles with fishermen. Oh, it's, and those platoons that uh, you Midwesterners drink on. No, it's just sandy, Oh, it's just aisles Sandy now. bars. Yeah. It's all sandbars. It's like uh, the Chinese building um, fake islands in the South China Sea, huh? What are you talking about? Okay. You're talking about a Guns N' Roses? No. It's too insidery. Wait, what are you talking about? What do you mean the Chinese are building fake islands on the They're south claiming the that there's a new dotted red line. The nine dash line is what they call it. And it goes all the way from like south of Taiwan down to like the Philippines, which makes no sense. And then they're saying that it's all Chinese territory, actually. And they've just been building artificial sandbars. And like building air bases on them to assert sovereignty over it. Kind of clever. And in Gen 2, this all used to be docks that you said people in like oh, yeah. Minnesota would sit on and drink. Yeah, pontoons. And they have fishermen sure. on them, but now they're suddenly sandbars. Now they're sandbars. Yeah, so what's going on here? It. it was probably the eruption, Josh. That's a good point. <laughs> Because we are on route to Cinnabar Island, which we'll talk about in a second. But Route 21, yeah, it's it's mostly just swimmers and fishermen, and then for some reason the odd bird keeper. <laughs> I guess like birds eat fish, right? I guess yeah, they're feeding their birds. Yeah, so they just came out here to feed their birds fish. Yeah, I didn't really ever think about that. I guess that is why. There's not much to do here. There's one little patch of grass towards the top where you can catch stuff. I only encountered Tangela's, which like I already tangles. caught, so I, yeah. didn't, I, didn't I didn't catch one. I didn't even step foot. I don't care. Okay. I had super rappel on this whole thing. Oh, did you? I just bebopped and scotted between all of the trainers. At, like, it's a good idea to have super rappel on, but like, at least the tentacles and tentacles here were in like the 30s, you know, and not like the teens. That's true. 30 will get you like a little bit of it. Not much. Not much. Yep. So yeah, you make your way down, you battle all the fishermen, you battle all the swimmers, and you make your way to Cinnabar Island, which is not the Cinnabar Island we know and love. It's been decimated by a mighty volcano, Mm -hmm. and there's no way onto the island. It's just hard, sharp stone. There's no uh, rocky beaches or anything, except save for one in the southwest corner. 
where you can climb onto shore and heal your Pokemon at the Pokemon Center. It's got to be the least utilized Pokemon Center in all of Kanto. Yeah, but you know, at least they support. It's like on the, it's on the like the like infrastructure, <laughs> fiery ruins of a volcano. Yeah, they really went out of their way to build this. I sort of feel like you just kind of abandoned the whole area at this point, right? You know, like, like everyone else did, including the trainer who lived here, Blaine. Right. The only other thing here is, as Josh said earlier, Bad Josh is here. The original Bad Josh, Joshua, is here. Good Josh. Um masturbating to the ocean <laughs> to just like the concept of the ocean hey he's all alone yeah he is all alone and he's surrounded by rocky slopes that you cannot scrabble up yet because you do not have rock climb yeah there's rock climbing areas here you can approach him you can talk to him he says hey i'm bad josh i uh, am the strongest trainer in all of kanto it's true i'm happy to take you on but first you need to go collect all of the kanto badges and you are one away and it's blaine but Blaine's gym is gone. So what are you to do? Because it's been consumed by the lava. Just like in the film Volcano Under Los Angeles. Exactly. That one? Yeah, that's the one that I think is the better of the pair, Dante's Peak and Volcano. I think they're both good. I don't know why, no, why they're we both have good, to but Volcano, sides. I think Volcano's got a little bit better character development. Okay, sorry. Plus, it's just nice to see. <laughs> it's cool to see LA just get wrecked. Instead of like a mountainside. Yeah, it's yeah. like obviously... But like right. L.A., it's like like wow. I've been there. And it's like Cinnabar. I've, I wow. recognize these places. I've been to the La Brea tar pits, you know. So I know what that is. Yeah. So you you leave Cinnabar Island and you make your way east, and it's all sandbars and swimmers and fishers. It's the kind of battles where they also like intentionally put trainers in your way, so you have to battle them. Yeah. Which is fine. Like I'm looking for that XP, you know. But it's just annoying. It's just a slog at some times, you know? Oh, yeah. But Joshua, I wanted to draw your attention to a trainer called Swimmer Mina. Okay. Who's on Route 20. Yeah. She had three of the exact same Pokemon of varying levels, 38 to 41. Oh, I remember Mina. Yeah. Who were my... You make me barf Pokemon of the week. She had three love discs. Haven't you impugned Love Disc already? I think Love Discs are just so gross, and they're so much worse in this game, and they're so much worse than they're animated, because, like, it's hard to understand what Love Disc is, because it's just shaped like a heart, like a cartoon heart. Yeah. But then once you see it animated, it, it becomes, like, that much more confusing, because it's just it's just a heart, a, a, a cartoon heart. It's a floating heart. Like, it doesn't do anything except, like shimmy yeah it's like how are you alive how have you survived <laughs> i don't know that tiny mouth what's it even eating it looks like balls man its stats are bad too and also like putting love in front of anything immediately reminds me of like love hotel it's just sort of like is this a sex thing what is this it looks like balls <laughs> and it's called love disc oh yeah what a terrible pokemon and its stats suck it's really awful 30 attack. Every now and 40 then. 40 special attack. I'm convinced that every now and then that 43 the hit points. Pokemon company will just set out to make like, they're just like, how can we top ourselves? How can we make the worst Pokemon possible? Like we just need some filler. It's not even filler. It's not even filler because filler would be just be like nothing. You know, be like, oh, this is like a Pokemon with totally average and adequate stacks. Like Rhydon and Rhyhorn are fillers. Okay. But they build into something cool. Rhyperior. Well, you're right. Rhyper Eventually, but Love Disc doesn't something. even evolve. I know. So I'm reading that it's based on the discus fish and other species of fish that appear to kiss each other. What? Such as the kissing gourami. That's kind of cute, actually. I like that. They kiss each other. That's kind of cute. I do like that. Kissing gourami. Kissing gourami? What do they get out of it? Well, I haven't read that much into it yet. Look at him kiss! <laughs> I just Google kissing Garami. Look at him kiss. <laughs> They're kissing. Uh, it's so cute. Oh, they love kissing. Oh, who doesn't? Okay. And they got these big, like, they get these big peckery lips and they go up and they do a kiss on one another. They do like human kissing. What are they? That's so cute. I actually love What's that. What's happening in there? I love kissing Garami. So. Look at him do a little kiss. Well, this is what love discs are based off of is kissing Garami. What are they possibly doing? What are they getting out of this? What happens when they... God, to get, to get in the mind of a kissing Garami. <laughs> what happens when they kiss? Wow. What happens when 
kissing garami kiss i love it and i'm coming around now i might have to un you make me barf live disc if it's based on these cuties because oh. <laughs> look at them do little kisses <laughs> they are not kissing but they are in fact acting aggressive and having a showdown when they do this it means that one is trying to establish dominance over the other okay now now love disc is back in my shit list yeah it's not cute it's aggressive petponder.com aggressive kissing insanely awesome facts about kissing garami can you imagine if we did that like humans we're just like i'm gonna kiss you so hard i'm gonna kiss you so hard that you're just gonna fucking (laughs) step back back off bro that i would like to see yeah uh all right love disc sucks So you make your way east to what was once Seafoam Islands. Well, it still is Seafoam Islands, but it has been co-opted by Blaine, the uh, fire tape trainer from Cinnabar Gym, who has set up a new temporary gym here since his former gym was consumed by lava. What order did you do it in? What does that mean? I did the cave. Oh, right. So you then I did the gym because I didn't have Rhyperior with me and I wanted him to clear the gym. Right. You walk in and you have two options before you. You have a ladder that goes up to the gym or you have a staircase that goes down to Seafoam Islands. I went to the ladder first and took on Blaine and his gym. All right. Because we can talk about it. I knew I was over leveled for it and I was and I handily defeated him he he's a joke did you notice he looks like he's got glasses he's got like a dapper hat he's got a little cane he's got a little like three-piece suit and a vest and i was like blaine became fucking roger stone (laughs) (laughs) he does look like he's he's wearing the same little like nefarious villain like little round villain glasses yeah as Roger Stone. Oh, God, he's wearing the little vest. And when he, God, his animation right. is that he doffs his, <laughs> doffs cat, his cap to you. <laughs> I was like, oh, no. <laughs> God, he is. You're right. Uh, except he's bald, and Roger Stone has that, like, fake head of, like, white hair. Yeah, Blaine's Roger Stone now, and I crushed him just like I would crush Roger Stone. Yeah, he's only got three Pokemon. He's got a level 54 Mag Cargo, a level 54 Magmar, and a level 59 Rapidash. Just all extremely easy. I ran Rhyperior through this entire gym, and they got, I mean, they got hits off, but, like, none of them dented him. Oh. And then all he did was Earthquake or Stone Edge, everything. One hit KO. I don't think he got a singles hit off on me. I think I went in with for alligator and just like flooded the damn thing just flooded the place yeah yeah i think it collapsed on all of them when i got out of there i don't even think i needed to leave to heal i think i got through all his trainers and him without healing once you know it was just like it was a joke yeah the gym battles are jokes for us now yeah which is what happens towards the end of every season (laughs) yeah that's we can't stop ourselves from that happening so i beat blaine and he gives you the volcano badge and he gives you overheat Mm -hmm. tm 50 which is not a bad move, but also... I prefer Flamethrower, so... Not as good as Flamethrower or Fire Blast. So. Or Lava Plume. Weird that Blaine chose... Blaine, the Fire-type trainer, chose an Ice Island. Yeah, because it's like, you people are going to, like, melt the whole damn thing. And it's <laughs> going to collapse on you. God, it's a, it's like, a climate change narrative, isn't it? God, yeah. This whole episode, arguably. Yeah. These games are inherently political. Yeah. You dive down to Seafoam Island. It's ice. Beautiful title card again. Ooh. Uh, what is it? The little gold duck. Yeah, gold duck. It's like a little gold duck swimming. I think one of them has a dugong as well. I love the title cards in this game. The title cards are such a nice touch. Yeah. Really elevates the experience. It's all ice puzzles down here. and and um, I liked them this time. I think this was the best execution of an ice cave so far. Like, it, it's just ice blocks that you slide and, like, you do have to think about it a bit. Right. But I figured all of them out, and I did have to sit there for a few minutes every time and, like, figure it out. But it was usually first shot I could do it. There's no, like, rolling boulders down holes. Yeah, there's no more boulders. And, like, ice that cracks under your feet. It's just sliding blocks around. And I, I liked it, actually. And gone are the fun retro skiers from the ice gym that we went to. Now they're replaced by, like, rad snowboarders yeah doing like ollies or whatever nose grabs they were cool as hell one of them also did you remember this deli bird sprite did you see this yeah deli bird comes out it like slips yeah. as though it's like slipping on the <laughs> ice and then it like stands back up that was sick too yeah there's only a few trainers in this entire compound yeah it's mostly a 
private enterprise. But there's a TM13 ice beam. Ooh, might use that. Don't know how yet. Yeah. But you are still trying to make your way to the bottom for- It's uh, all leading down, down, down. Artan Kuno. To Artan Kuno, who's still just sitting there waiting for you to come and capture him. But I didn't, Joshua, I killed him. I killed him. Yeah. Killed him in one hit with a discharge. Yuck, Josh, uh -huh. don't say things like that. <laughs> Don't tell me about your discharging onto Articuno. I felt guilty afterwards because you only get a uh, fifteen hundred experience. Are you kidding me? Yeah, this is a legendary bird Pokemon. Get your shit together. God. Pop out of Seafoam Caves, Joshua. I swam west to Cinnabar. Got my fly friend out. Flew up to. Oh no! So you actually have to go to back to Cinnabar to talk to Bad Josh slash Blue slash Gary slash whatever you call them. Oh, Greg. And he finally was like, okay, I'm done. I've finished masturbating to the ocean. <laughs> now I'm going to go back to my gym Discharge. in Viridian City and man my gym once more. He's on the road to Viridian City. Right. So you go and get your fly friend out. You fly to Viridian City and like there's literally nothing else to do except go right to his gym. Well, so before we do that, should we just do level check? Oh yeah, we should probably do level check real quick, right? <laughs> I ran the Elite Four a few more times, last times, I should say, because I recalled that after you do the 16th gym, the Elite Four is going to level up. And so I was like, this is my last chance to get some easy points in. So I actually went to the Indigo Plateau. Took them on a few more times before they got more challenging. Yeah. Smart. I did not do that. And I think it's going to show in our, our levels. Okay. Why don't I go first since mine are underwhelming? Finally. Yeah. Attorney Will is my character's name. He's a end-of-life estate attorney. He helps sort out people's affairs before they die so that they can, their money goes to the right place. You think at the end of the season when all of your Pokemon technically die, are you going to donate to all those causes? Absolutely not. Everglade Fund <laughs> for Alligator. Not that much of a uh, pay pick. <laughs> Everglade Fund <laughs> for Alligator, level 68. Still have you on that one. Yep. All right. Three Rivers, Sizor, level 65. Delta, Haunchcrow, level 67. Still just having an absolute blast with Haunchcrow. I love that. Yeah, Nasty Plot plus Dark Pulse is just like, mm, choice. It's like a love disc, kissing Garami. This is some shit you always pulled with Sizor, with Sword Dance and- I love those moves. And like all of Sizor's moves. Yeah. Nasty Plot plus Dark Pulse can just get me through a lot of scrapes, so. Loving Haunchcrow, a lot of fun. Yeah. Save a Fox, Ninetales, level 64. Boo. Gift of Parenthood, Executor, level 64. Boo. Blue Dragon, Dragonite, level 64. Boo. I thought Dragonite might have been cut. I just, I don't have time to level a whole, yeah. whole new Pokemon. <laughs> if anyone dies, it's like, that's about I'm it. going to be a five-person team. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what, what are we dealing with over here, uh, Hotshot? Stanner, who... Names all of his Pokemon after Tanner and Steve Human, his two idols. Their favorite things. Tanner's favorite things. I can't remember anymore. Yeah, it's, the narrative's lost. It was so long ago. We've been on this yeah. this series for like 14 episodes. Anyway, Fred Van Vliet, Ampharos, level 67. Basketball player for the Toronto Raptors. Mm -hmm. Yep. Who did poorly. They did do poorly last season. They didn't make it's the bad. playoffs. Rosencrantz. Still alive. One half of Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. The living half. The Romeo and Juliet fame, except they have their own play written by Tom Stoppard. Meganium, level 65. Tolkien, Alakazam, level 66. J.R.R. Tolkien, he wrote a bunch of fantasy books I like. Uh-huh. Yep, I've heard of them. Wick, Rack, Rum. Sentient wolves from Vernavinji's uh, Fire Upon the Deep. Obama Snow level 66. Sci-fi novel series. Kaladin, Magmordar, level 67. Windrunner, Bridgeman from the Way of King Isn't book. Stormlight Archives? A lot of fantasy books. Stormlight. Yeah, Stormlight Archives. The first one's called Way of Kings. Yeah, I didn't mean for that to happen, but I'm not going to complain about most of them ending up being uh, sci-fi and fantasy. Yeah. Certainly not. Other than the last one, Rocky. My mom's dog named after Rocky Balboa. Wow dead r.i.p rest in pedals rapierier level 66 i gotta say man i'm loving your rapierier i'm i'm like into it oh uh, me too i'm not even mad about it I, I hate to say it but i'm pleased the polyrath died and ace trainer kevin 
Thank you. Yeah. You know? Yeah. For showing me that a rye horn could turn it into something so glorious as a Rhyperior. Right. God, we'll talk about rye horn in just a second. Okay. <sighs> At Viridian Gym. Yes. Let's do it. Which is where we are now. Viridian Gym is high tech and neon and cool now. It's got little like twirly tile pads on the ground where if you step on it, it shoots you in a in a direction and you can't control. It's where like you Club go. Silfco. It's cool <laughs> and it's it's one of those like you know Team Rocket hideout puzzles. Yeah. Was it like that before? I can't remember. Yeah, no, it is. This is Giovanni's renovated gym. So right. So Blue, I guess, didn't want to put in the full budget. Right. He's like, well, can we at least reuse those uh, those tiles there? Right. And then they, they just slap some neon on it. Kind of cool, but it's annoying when it's you're... It's cool. It looks cool. ...trying to f- hit every single trainer. Right. Which I certainly was. And then you have to actually think about how you hit them other than just trying to beeline for the gym leader. So you make your way through. You do the little, the little pad puzzle, and you try to hit every trainer. I ended up doing it just kind of accidentally. The duo at the end was sort of hard, but everyone right. else was easy. And then once you beat them, you kind of worm your way back around. They only have like one Porygon 2 and an Azumarill. 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 Yeah. And once you beat them, you, you kind of make your way back. And this is also where the Spinda of... Spindosh, Spindosh fame, fame comes from. Yeah. yeah. Once you beat them, you make your way back around to the gym leader, Bad Joshua, who has... Just good Joshua. A level 55 executor, a level 56 Machamp, a level 52 Gyarados, a level 58 Arcanine, a level 60 Pidgeot, all of whom gave me absolutely no trouble at all. No. But Joshua, he also had a Pokemon. I don't think I sent you this screenshot. <laughs> No. I wanted to save it for this moment. Send pick. Bad Josh slash Blue has a Rhydon. Yeah. And Rhydon knows a move called Stone Edge. Stone Edge. <laughs> so does and my Rhyperior. Stone Edge, Joshua. Isn't that what Ace Trainer Kevin killed? Ace Trainer Kevin had Stone moment? Edge and it took down Jinx. Oh my God. This is terrifying to look at. <laughs> Blues. Oh my God! From full Blues health, right on. From full health, <laughs> took my Honchkrow down to six hit points, and I was so like, Bug Catchers. Uh-oh. I'm looking at a screenshot. Delta the Honchkrow, level 67. Right on's level 58. Six hit points out of 212. <laughs> <laughs> you almost lost another one. I was the like, new- uh oh. <laughs> Jesus. How am I going to get through this ride on? But luckily, I just pulled out. I think I pulled out. Um, for I mean, you shouldn't have the hunch grow out there at the first. No, place I know. I think thing, he was just but... like he was just out. You know. Yeah. So I pulled out for alligator and and took care of him. But ooh, I was like, is this fucking ride on with his stone edge gonna decimate my team once again? Like six hit points away from killing yeah, PTSD. Haunch PTSD. <laughs> A haunch <crow> who's <laughs> nine levels higher than him. Oh, yeah. Absolutely no reason he should be down to six hit points. But, yeah, I eventually got through Blue of Viridian Gym without losing a single soul. How'd you do against Blue? Honestly, I can't tell you. It was fine. I, I'm sure he got some hits in, but it was like Executor, Kaladin, Flamethrower. Oh, yeah, nine tails. One hit, I think. Yeah. Rhydon. Ooh. Rhydon was interesting. I actually decided with Rhydon, I wanted to just let it ride with Rhydon versus Rhyperior. Papa versus But I assumed, of course, because Rhyperior's higher level and uh, superior evolution, Rhyperior evolution. Okay, I don't think you're allowed to say that. Okay, yeah, you're right. Sorry. Redacted. (laughs) Anyway, I earthquaked it and it died. Yeah. Machamp, Alakazam, Psychic, one hit KO. Gyarados, Ampharos, Discharge, one hit Yuck. KO. Arcanine, Rhyperior came back out for an earthquake. Arcanine did get a Dragon Pulse out on me, which was sort of an interesting choice. Um, and that did, I don't know, quarter damage or something. Earthquake, one hit KO, and then Pidgeot. I threw Wick Rack Romeo for that one, just to give him some EXP. Blizzard, yeah. one hit KO. Great. I'm feeling good these days, and we are not battling, but uh, I finally would have had the levels on you, so I think we know, I know. how that would have gone. Yeah, you would have won. 
because you win even when you don't have the levels on me, Joshua. Sorry. The very last thing to do here is once you've defeated him, he gives you the earth badge. He lets you use rock climb in the field. In the we field have to get it, and he gives you trick room, which is a shitty TM. Yeah, that you have no use for. And people are gonna say it's good, and there's no, ways it's not. To it's bad, it, and you're not interested. Yeah, you hop it down to Pallet Town. Visit Professor Oak, who gives you final HM rock climb. Oh, he grants you access to Mount Silver. Right, and that Joshua is every gym badge in both the Johto region and the Kanto region. That's it. Joshua, we're going to come back. We're going to have a special guest next week who we just texted last week and was like, hey, do you want to come on? And he graciously accepted, and his name is yeah. David, David Sims. Sims. He's back. He's going to join us to take on the Elite Four and to tie up some loose ends with our Chasing Waterfalls portion of every game where we go and like do all the stuff we haven't done yet. Yeah, so we'll take that rock climb for a spin. We'll do some Battle Frontier. Yep. I'll go back to the Safari Zone. I'll finally do the Poke Athol on a bit. Yep. I think, yeah, we're going to try as our very last thing to take on the Elite Four again with their new teams and their much higher level teams. Right. Hopefully we can re-battle some of the gym leaders too. So yeah, we'll join us next week for that. In the meantime, I... Oh, and the Cerulean Cave. Oh, right. Unknown Dungeon. Yep. In the meantime, I have been Articuno, aka Tanner Greenring, and I am joined. Oh, sorry, Artan Kuno, aka Tanner Greenring, and I am joined, as always, by my co-host Spindosh, aka Joshua Fialstead. Please do rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, and do follow it wherever you follow podcasts, and also follow us on social media at ExpSharePod on Twitter and Instagram. We post our level checks, we post audiograms. So please do give us a follow. Check out the subreddit, reddit.com slash r slash bugcatchers. That's where the show notes are. And buy our merch, expsharemerch.com. Get it while it's hot. Get it while it's hot. Joshua, bugcatchers, thank you for joining me tonight. We will see you next week. Goodbye. Smell you